Welcome to the Stib and Zang Show, episode 58. This episode, Super Bowl 56. A uh, lot to talk about. We're going to talk about the championship game because we didn't get a chance to do that last week. We were talking NBA, Eric. Uh, so we'll talk championship game, Super Bowl 56. Uh, talk who we like, uh, player props, bets, where to put your money. Because, of course, you trust the Stib and Zang Show. Uh, yep. But before we jump into that, we got to roll it. <gasps> roll it! Welcome back to the Stim and Zang Show, episode 58, like we mentioned, Super Bowl 56. Uh, with us, the person on the bottom of your screen is Jack Artsy. If you've been watching the Stim and Zang Show, then you definitely watched an episode with Jack. Uh, I think it was last year's Super Bowl, Tampa. Yeah. and yeah, Divisional round. Divisional round, mm-hmm. yes. And then who we thought we were going to go to the Super Bowl. But this episode... We asked Jack to come in, talk Super Bowl 56 with us, who he likes, who he's taking, his bets as well, and a lot of good, good stuff. Um, so let's get into, let's talk a little about the championship round, as I forgot to set my timer. I have no clue what the uh, time's at, but the championship round, Eric, we didn't actually get a chance to talk about it last week because we were talking NBA trade deadline, but yeah. now... We are talking Super Bowl. So let's get a little chat. 27-24 Chiefs Bengals. Eric, I know we were both freaking out uh, when we were on the yeah. phone when that was happening. 49ers, 17-20 Rams. Uh, we won't talk too much about it. Just, you know, what surprised you at the game. A lot of a lot of interesting things happened. A lot of big, uh, big plays. But, um, yeah, Chiefs Bengals. Eric, what was shocking you during the championship round? What shocked? I mean, a lot of stuff. This is some of the oh, best football we've seen yeah, in our lives sure. as young 20-year-olds. Uh, give me your thoughts on the championship round. I just find it crazy because, like, every time it's, like, in the clutch, it's, like, Patrick Mahomes always comes in in the clutch, right? Like, I'm not going to lie, after the coin toss, you're, you're probably like, oh, okay, yeah. we're fucked. Like, bills all over again, you know? Yeah. Uh, fuck the overtime rules, you know, all this stuff. When then... Somehow the defense pulls up, and then Burrow comes through, and then or, and, the, and then you guys win the game, right? So yeah, no, it was. It's, I'm not gonna lie; it still doesn't make sense to me for you, especially as a Bengals fan. It probably doesn't really. It's still like you still probably think I, you're in a dream right now. Like I, let's, I haven't been a Bengals fan, uh, you know, since whatever my youth or whatever. I've only recently hopped on a team. I'd say like 20, <clears throat> 2018, I'd probably been a fan. Um, but yeah, this is surreal for me, but I can only imagine what it is for actual Cincinnati yeah. Bengals fans who've been years, even adults, years without a yeah. uh, Super Bowl victory since, you know, their last Super Bowl victory back in uh, the 80s, I think it was, or something yeah. like that. Without even making a playoffs, you guys haven't made the or, or win a playoff won a, game won a in a while. So, so yeah, so definitely it, Patrick Mahomes, that surprised you, Eric. What about you, Jack? Yeah. Between both games, obviously, it's probably going to be talking Chiefs and Bengals, but what? shocked you what'd you like well what couldn't you understand you know yeah well Chiefs Bengals I was shocked that Patrick Mahomes disappointed so much on such a big stage Mm. it's like Mm. the first time I've ever seen him in a game on national tv where the whole world is watching especially the playoffs like he's Mm -hmm. had some regular season games where Mm. he's looked here and there especially like earlier in the year when the Giants almost beat them it's whatever but (laughs) um but I've never seen him look that just bad on a national stage where everyone's yeah. watching. It's a do or die game, win or go home. And he started that second half and he looked like Jackson. He didn't look like <laughs> yeah. he had to play quarterback. Yeah. He looked like he could have been shaking his ass on the sidelines and he shouldn't be playing football. He shouldn't be wearing equipment. So that was shocking to me. But 
I also think, regardless of how bad he was, the Chiefs, or sorry, not the Chiefs, the Bengals' defense yeah. looked really good in the second half. Way better than I think they've looked at all in any of the playoffs up until now. Mm-hmm. And just that's something that I think people are not putting enough respect on. Like, res- yeah. other than Eli Apple, who's a bum and I'm not a fan, <laughs> everyone else on that Bengals' defense is solid. Gary <laughs> Hendrickson's a monster. BJ That's Hill, big signing. body up the front. He makes a huge difference in the run game. They're just a very solid unit, and they don't often make glaring mistakes. And Joe Burrow is that guy, and he's able to thrive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's you you took the words out of my mouth that's what i was going to say the Bengals defense even though eric you've been here with me all season yep. long i've been talking about this Bengals yep. defense and how underrated it is but man talk about a defense surprising me my own team the Bengals defense eric what they did to patrick mahomes like you were saying jack how they just made him look like an average qb in the league is astonishing i knew the Bengals mm-hmm. were a good second half team but the way they came out against the Chiefs, I could have not expected that. And I was definitely shocked. But, man, I was riding with the high, that's for sure. But that's exactly what the Bengals defense will have to do this coming Sunday versus the L.A. Rams uh, Super Bowl 56. In L.A. too, Rams get to play at home. Lucky them. Bengals versus Rams. Uh, let's start with Jack. Jack, Bengals versus Rams. Talking about that defense. Talking about Joe Burrow. What are, what's that team got to do? to beat the Rams or if you like the Rams and what do they got to do to beat the Bengals? So I think if you were to think of this logically and you were a person that just thought analytics and a computer guy and like, didn't even think with your heart at all and thought with your brain, every single person in the world picks the Rams all season. They've been the better team. They've had better. I don't even know what stats, but I think (laughs) almost all of them they've had better than the Bengals. But there's a feeling with the Bengals. You watch the Bengals play, and there's just that fucking feeling yeah. where you're, like, excited and you want yeah. to cheer for them. I've never, like, cheered for the Bengals in my life. I have nothing against the Rams. I don't really have allegiances in this game. But I want to cheer for the Bengals so bad. And there's that magic that you always see in the playoffs. And it's mm-hmm. just storybook endings. And I feel like we're in for one of those. But I still think the Bengals are going to need to do a lot to win this game. You know, with that being said, they're not. It's only going to be yeah. a take. They're playing the Rams. They're playing McVay in the playoffs. Um, I think the running game, getting that established is huge because if you can run against this Rams team, your offense can just, there's so much more to do. There's so many teams that play the Rams and they get boxed in where they have to play a passing only game because you have Aaron Donald and you have just that big front four that they don't, I find they don't disrupt runs in the backfield a lot, but they stuff runs more than anyone else in the league. They keep them one yard, two yard runs, and you can't win a football game doing that. So I think getting Joe Mixon established, getting the running game established early is huge for them. And we were talking about it before the show, but their pass rush. Everyone is talking about the Rams pass rush, right? Burrow got sacked nine times against the Titans. The Bengals O-line is obviously not very good. It's the weakest part of their team weakest right guard i'd say in the league <laughs> yeah, rotation but, yeah for sure but they're so the rams are going to get their sacks the rams are going to get their pressure on burrow but it's going to be very important that the bengals get their pressure on matt stafford he's gets sacked quite often he doesn't i find doesn't do extremely well under pressure he's not amazing at using his legs i'll talk more about that a bit later but it's just, they're going to need to get that pressure. Trey Hendrickson's a monster. Had him on my fantasy team all season. Goat. Um, but 
It's just, they really need to get to Stafford and disrupt the backfield if they want to have a chance of keeping that offense limited. Yeah. Eric, what about you? Are you pro Bengals or are you pro Rams this coming Sunday? Okay. Okay. This one's a tough one for me. Cause okay, wait, tell thing- me, tell me who you want to win. Okay. Um, and then tell me who you think is going to win. Explain okay. point. So the thing is, there's not, it's, it's, it's hard for me to say. I'm not like, cause I, there's a heart, the brain, the mind, there's yeah. a lot going on right now. And I've always been a Matthew Stafford fan. But I really love this Cinderella story that's happened. But it's hard for me to say. It's not really a Cinderella story just because, hey, like, remember when Kansas won it, like, uh, two years ago? Like, that was just Patrick Mahomes winning it, and, like, his team is good. Yeah. And then here you have Joe Burrow. Like, his team is good, too. But, like, the reason why we consider it, like, a Cinderella story is because Joe Burrow, like, obviously he was hyped up, but he wasn't supposed to be this good. Yeah. He's in his second full year. Second full year. First, yeah, pretty much. Second, as a exactly. full starter. Exactly. So that's why it, it, is, is this like the Eagles team that beat uh, Tom Brady a couple of years? Like, are, are they that big of an underdog or are they actually like an established team that people have just been sleeping on? You know, so I think it's a bit of both, but I still believe like Joe Burrow, man. The only reason like why I really want this team to win is because of Joe Burrow. This guy, the, the swagger on this guy, like he just has this winning feeling around him. You know, he won at LSU and the way he carries himself is just. In the clutch, you know, you can count on Drew Burrow. I, I don't want to jinx anything, but he just has this feel where, like, you know how many times this guy gets sacked? You know how, many, how much pressure he has every single game, and he still finds a way to win? Like, there hasn't been a game where you can be like, oh, it's Joe Burrow's fault they lost. You know, like, almost never. Like, he, it, it's just remarkable what he's been do, able to do, you know, and yeah. how quickly he's been able to progress. But on the other side, you have Matthew Stafford, who I also really like. Just because he, he used to play with Detroit Lions, he had eleven seasons of absolute horrendous stuff, right? Just literally, like, it can't get any worse than that. Hey, so you're frozen again. <laughs> um, I, I do want to see him succeed, so that's why I'm a little iffy on both. But hey, I wouldn't mind seeing, like both teams win. But obviously, Eric, do you hear us? <laughs> do you hear us right now, Eric? Eric doesn't hear us right now. Oh, there you go. You were just frozen there a little, Eric. Your internet keep yeah, doing yeah. its thing, right? Um, but yeah, um, I don't know. You got cut off a little there. Uh, okay. But yeah. I'm not sure. But I'm going to go on. Listen, I've been riding my Bengals. Been riding. Been taking them. They've been the underdogs every single matchup. I'm still going to take them, obviously. Uh, I got him. I got Joe Burrow. Some bets on him, too. So, of course, I'm going to be taking the Bengals here. The big question here, of course, Eric uh, and Jack, is Jack mentioned a little, is this pass rush from uh, – the LA and the O-line uh, of the Cincinnati Bengals. Now, look, I'm going to throw out some stats. You know, this is the Rams pass rush. Aaron Donald has 12 and a half sacks. Uh, he will be going against the right uh, tackle. Jonah Will- or no, sorry. He'll be going against our right tackle. Leonard Floyd has nine and a half. He will be going against Jonah Williams, who's probably been the Bengals best uh, O-lineman right now in the playoffs. And then Vaughn Miller, who also has nine and a half sacks. He will be rotating with the right tackle as well. So, yeah, you know, you, you, you heard those sack numbers. You see how dangerous this pass rush can uh, can be and how like how much they can just change a game by just those three guys. And so for me. Um, like Jack said, it's going to be tough because Joe Mixon to establish a run game. Uh, there is a prop that we'll get to, but 67 and a half rushing yards. That's the bet right now for uh, Joe Mixon. 
and he has gone under these past two. Uh, well, Chiefs, he won 88, but he against the Titans, against the Raiders, uh, he was below that number. And now with his pass rush, it's kind of hard to see if Joe Mixon can get a successful run game going. So that, for me, it really comes down to the X factors, T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. Those guys are going to have to have a huge game if the Bengals are going to want to win because most likely Jalen Ramsey is going to be guarding Jamar Chase. Uh, it's probably going to be man. Uh, or, no, he's probably going to get double teamed too. But e- e- even way, either way, he has one of the best cornerbacks on him. That means T. Higgins, a guy who got 100 yards against the Chiefs, is going to have to replicate that same type of game to take that double coverage off of Jamar. And then you can see in the second half, Jamar open up man on man. And that's where you can kind of exploit the Rams' second coverage. Um, so Tyler Boyd, Joe Burrow talked about him, one of the best slot mans in the league. He is, in my opinion. And for those two, uh, it's going to be crucial. There's going to be a lot of third and longs, I, I expect, because they tried to give Joe Mixon the ball on first down. It didn't really end up successful. They had a lot of third and longs. But Joe Mix, or Joe Burrow, like you said, Eric, bails them out. Uh, either T. Uh, Higgins, Tyler Boyd giving the first down. We don't know if C.J. Uzama is going to be back. He says he's not missing this game. Biggest game of his life. He won't miss it. Um so that's going to be interesting to see. But yeah, Joe Mixon, those two for me, uh, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd are going to be huge because I don't know how this run game is going to be. I don't have a lot of faith in it, especially with three of these uh, pass rush guys. Like Jack was saying, they stuff runs early. Um, I'm going to be, it's going to be hard for me to Joe Mixon have a big game running. I think he's going to get involved in the passing a little. And so that's where it comes down to Joe Burrow doing his thing. Uh, he's going to get pressured. I have no doubt he's going to overcome it like he's been doing in the playoffs. You know, he's been getting pressure. The, the O-line is, hasn't been good against any of these matchups or anyone that they face. So I trust that. Hey, as long as he doesn't get sacked nine times like he did in the Titans, for me, that's a chance to win, right? <laughs> for me, that's a, uh, that's a chance for them to win. Um, so we have those two uh, going head to head. And now LA, let's, I have a little more stats here. LA. They got the third best pass rush in the playoffs right now. Titans had 11th, Raiders 21st, and the Chiefs 23rd. So that gives you a little idea of how good this LA pass rush is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like I said, I got faith in Joe Burrow. Um, I got faith in the, in the wideouts and the in their offense, and I got faith in their defense. Their defense has been one of the stronger sides on the ball for me in the season during the season, and you know they're a big second half team. They can start off hot, the Bengals, get into that locker room, just cruise it out. I can see them winning this game. It's just uh, pressuring, like Jack said, pressuring Stafford as well. Our pass rush has got to be uh, good. And then, you know, what do I call him? I throw into double coverage. That's my nickname for Matthew Stafford. Yeah. Let's see it happen again. He threw a, ga- a game-ending interception to the NAM 49ers, and they couldn't catch that ball. He's going to be able to do it again if you pressure him. So like, like Jack said, pressure Matthew Stafford. He will make mistakes. Mm-hmm. We've seen it. I'm not saying he's not a great quarterback. He is a great quarterback. He's he can throw dimes down the field to OBJ or Cooper Cup. It might happen. The Bengals aren't so good against covering against their best receiver uh, in the playoffs. So maybe Cooper Cup has a big game. But I don't know. I feel like Bengals they find a way, Eric. They find a way in mm-hmm. these playoffs. And Jack, yeah. they find a way. So uh, I'm interested to see uh, see that. Um, if anyone has anything else to say. About no, but, uh, stats, but go ahead. I just I just find it interesting because I was listening to an interview with uh, Jalen Ramsey and he was talking about his matchup, obviously with Jamar Chase, because that's a hyped up matchup, right? Yeah. And he was just the way he was talking, it seemed very like he was like, Oh yeah, we're gonna have that matchup, but I got we got something in store from them, you know, like because obviously 
you, you don't want to always match up when we want against Jamar yeah. Chase, right? Obviously, because we know Tyler Boyd, and, T. Higgins, right? Yeah, and Jalen Ramsey struggled against Mike Evans uh, against Tampa Bay. He struggled against their best wide receiver. Yeah. So, I don't know. We'll see. So, and that's the thing. Interesting fact on Jalen Ramsey. I was reading this today. He A lot of people consider Jalen Ramsey to be this lockdown man-to-man corner, mm-hmm. right? Jalen Ramsey actually... In I think it was like 52 or 53 percent of his snaps does not play man coverage. So yep. most of the game, Jalen Ramsey isn't in man coverage. So mm. and I think knowing McVeigh and knowing the way his weird, insane, crazy brain works, yep. he's gonna do everything he can in his power to where the Bengals don't even have a chance to win the game. He wants to coach a win. That's what McVeigh wants to do every game. He wants to coach a perfect game where the mm. other team can't even think about winning. He has four 15-minute drives and the game's over. Um, and I think he's going to get creative trying to stop these Bengals wideouts yep. because all three of them are dangerous and he's going to have to do something different because if he yep. just goes man to man, which I don't think he will, it's not going to work. Exactly. It won't, it, it won't work. Um, you're right about that. They got five guys, the Bengals. I keep saying it every year or every game, five guys. It's probably the most dangerous five guys in the league that you can find right now in the offense. Yep. You know, you look at the Chiefs. You know, you got McCall Hardman, um, you, yeah. you know, uh, uh, and other guys who come up clutch when Tyreek and Travis aren't doing their thing, whatever. Mm-hmm. But the Bengals have legit five elite players at their respective positions that can make a huge play on a third and long or something like that, or a huge play anywhere, you know, think of it, just find the open guy. Um, but like uh, you said about the drives, Jack, how McVay likes to eat up the time, especially doing, mm-hmm. uh, especially that. If you want to eat a lot of time up, you got to have a good running game. And there's a lot of question on Cam Akers. Will he be healthy enough to play this game? He's been huge for uh, the LA Rams in the playoffs and their run game. Because, um, you know, I don't know if, you know, we've seen what stat- what happens when Stafford's relied on throwing the ball constantly, 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 pass after pass. He'll throw an interception. You know, he'll, he'll, he'll make a mistake. He'll get pressured, something. So that's where they have Cam Akers to help them rush up the field, get in the run zone. Then Matthew Stafford does his thing. Well, he's a question mark right now. Uh, Daryl Henderson Jr. is a question yeah. mark, but Sean McVay said he, there's a good chance he comes back in the game. So that's going to add a new dimension to their running game. So it's interesting. We don't know who is really going to lead this backfield yet for the Rams. If it's going to be Cam Akers, who's been great. Daryl Henderson Jr. has been great for the Rams too. He got injured in week 16. Uh, but there's question marks on both of them. So we'll see what happens uh, with those two guys and, and the Rams. But that's a big part of their game, man, running the ball. They love to do that. That's the thing about um, the Bengals' defense that worries me because they play a lot of zone coverage, and they, that's what they did against the Chiefs in uh, the second half pretty much. The Chiefs didn't run the ball. They just, they just kind of succumbed to, this, to the, 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 the uh, defensive uh, coverage of the, uh, of the Bengals. They just said, okay, well, listen, I can't throw the ball anywhere. Patrick Mahomes can't throw the ball to Tyreek. The difference between these two teams is the Chiefs don't really like to run the ball. I mean, they, they ran the ball against the Bengals. They were successful. That's not really like what they like to do. The Rams have no problem running the ball. No problem handing off to Cam Akers or, or Daryl Henderson Jr. That's a huge part of their game to move upfield. So that's where I'm worried about the Bengals' defense. They can't play zone all game. Um, they're going to have to blitz it sometimes uh, because if Cam Akers and Daryl Henderson are both healthy, let me tell you that that's gonna be, there's going to be a huge running component to the Rams' uh, offense for me. That's what I think. Um, but um, yeah, so let's uh, get on with our player props, our bets. Uh, we're we're going to tell you where you should put your money. Uh, you don't have to you know, trust us, of course. Yeah. Uh, but it's just healthy, uh, helpful tips and, uh, on how to win some money or some, some, some bets. So why I, 
I just want to add this quick, quick before yeah. you start. In, but go ahead. I just want to. I just want to say. I mean, if anyone like, has anything else to say about the matchup, please. We we don't have to go into no, no, the bets yet. No, no, it's just a introduction for the bet. Just know, obviously, we've been telling the fans, you know, like, obviously, this is our input, right? But I've been noticing, like, you've been getting a couple of these, right? Like, especially the matchup, the wins. If you think about it, Bengals is a huge one, right? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You've been getting all the Bengals one, right? But even on the other side, like the Rams, like most of them, especially like those closed games, you've been getting them right. So you just got to give credit where credit is. Well, listen, I don't know if I... If that stat's true, people would have to go back and watch it. I'm pretty sure I made some awful bets. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I took the under of Bills and Chiefs. And that's one I rec- I remember. That was a big one. I, I went down the, the under. I, I had the, the over. Under. I had the no, over. I just said, listen, I think one of the defense is going to step out. No defense was played that game. They just <laughs> threw it out the window. Um, but yeah, I guess like 49ers, I think I was wrong on all of their matchups, Eric, except the Rams. I took exactly. the other opponent against the 49ers. They beat the, the Cowboys. They beat the freaking Packers. Um... But yeah, I guess some of these over-under matchups yeah. I've been right on. So thanks for that. But um, let's keep that winning streak or probably losing streak alive here going forward with some player props. Probably the biggest place that money is going to be put on coming yeah. Super Bowl. Obviously, there's going to be money line. But really where people put their bets and parlays down are on these player props. And we have a lot of good player props for you guys. Uh, we're probably going to repeat, not repeat, probably going to take some from each other's list because uh, there's some good ones. But uh, who's got a juicy player prop that they just want to tell the fans right now? Tell them where what's a lock? What's so juicy? You got to look into this one. Does anyone have one? I love this one. So this isn't a specific player prop, but okay. it's a Super Bowl special on Bet365 for those of you that use the app. And I think Bet365 has lost their mind. I think they're handing out money with this bet. I think <laughs> every single person in the world, even if you've never watched a football game before, should take this bet. I may put the biggest bet I've ever put on this bet because I'm not <laughs> confident in this bet. The line we've talked so much about the pass rush, right? It's like been our biggest talking point yeah. this episode. Both yeah. teams pass rush, and Bet Three Six Five has the audacity to put the total sack line at five and a half. That's five absurd. and a half total sacks in the game, yeah. and they're giving you more money right now if you take the over. So I have the over at two point oh five odds. So $2 wins yeah. $4.05. Those of you that use your odds differently. Yeah. Um, but it's a lock. Like, I don't understand. I think the Rams could get six sacks on their own. I don't mm-hmm. 100% think they will, but it's very much in the realm of possibility. And I think the Bengals could not get six, but the Bengals could get three or four in their own domain. So this is a game where I think there's going to be 10, 11 sacks, and they have the line at five and a half. It's just no-brainer. I'm taking it every single day of the week. Yeah, that's a good one. That's definitely a good one. Um, I'm going to bring it a little back down to earth, which with one that might or might not hit, I think will probably hit most likely. Uh, this is a player pop you'll probably see everywhere because it's one that you should bet on. OBJ, over five and a half receptions in the game. That's at a plus 118. OBJ, look at the past games. He obviously has taken a huge role in the offense. Yes, Jack is wearing his jersey. Uh, longtime Giants player, now gone, Beckham Jr. Um, look at his past. Look at his uh, success in the playoffs. Six catches versus the Bucks. Nine catches versus the 49ers. Since Robert Woods has gone down with that ACL, and it was ACL injury, right? MCL, something like that. Anyway, season-ending injury. One of the knees. One of the knees. One of the CLs. One of the ABCs. Um, 
OBJ has slowly transitioned and transitioned into this main focal point of this Rams offense. Him and Cooper Cup are now a deadly one-two wideout duo, and uh, I think OBJ is in the Super Bowl, the biggest game of his career. I think he's going to get targeted five and a half. Yeah, I think he might get up the ball nine times or something like that. Him and Cooper Cup. Uh, so OBJ over five and a half. I think it's a lock. I think uh, he's definitely going to get at least six. So I'd cash in on that plus one eighteen right now. I have a pretty interesting one. So mine is a field goal over 47 and a half yards. So I think I think it can happen, um, especially in, in the Super Bowl, right? You Most of the time, you don't want to take that risk and you just kick it, you know, especially yeah. with a nail gun too. Who can, gun. He'll kick it from wherever, you know. Ask him where. Uh, he'll what's kick. it? McPherson. McPherson. What's it? McPherson. Like he said he'd hit the, he exactly. said he'd hit the Mc... gritty if the Bengals won the game, just uh, FYI. So oh, my God. If, if he wins the game, game with a If you need field another reason, reason to bet Bengals' money line, it's to see Evan McPherson do the gritty. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So, I I think oh, – what's the Rams? Is it Gray? Yeah. What's his, Matt what's his name? Uh, yeah, Matt Gay. Matt Gay. I was yeah. going to say Gray. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I had to say – okay. 2022. Uh, so, yeah. You got to be careful. Exactly. Exactly. I wasn't sure. So, <laughs> I, hey, I've seen both these kickers, like – I, I think this one can go over, especially in the close games. Um, and I, I believe this is going to be a really close game. And these field goals, you're going to want to get these field goals, right? So I think uh, one of these teams might be able to pull off a 47 and, and plus field. I like that. I think, um, you know, if you're speaking about the Super Bowl, I know how good of a coach McVay is. Zach Taylor's up for coach of the year. But I really doubt we're going to see a lot of fourth and, you know, they're going to go on it for fourth downs and stuff like that. I think a lot, uh, most times, unless there's like, you know, it's a big play in the game where, you know, speaking of the content, whatever the context is, but I think at most teams don't want to end drives with not being able to put points on the board. If you have a chance to put points on the board, they're going to take every opportunity, especially in the Super Bowl. So yeah, that, that, that that's a good one. Field kicks for me. Um, Jack, any, any other good ones or should I go? I love both of your guys' picks. And I actually got two picks like already written down before you guys said them that yeah. work really well with these. So I love, like Eric is saying, I love both kickers in this game a lot. And I totally agree with what you're saying, where we're not going to see fourth and one, fourth yeah, and inches no. from field goal range. It's the Super Bowl, you put the points on the board, which is why I'm taking both teams to make a field goal of 34 yards plus in the game. So both yeah. kickers make a 35 yeah. yarder or more, settled the bet, 1.83 yeah, yeah. odds. Easy, light work. Yeah. Second one. Now this one, this is where the juice comes in. At nine to one odds, I have Odell Beckham Jr. to record the most receiving yards in the game of <laughs> any player on either team. I don't think, like you were talking about Robert Woods went down and Odell stepped up as the number two wide receiver in LA. Odell Beckham Jr. is not the wide receiver two in LA. He's like the wide receiver one B. And yeah. If you've been watching the Rams <laughs> since Robert Woods went down, they don't go to Cup that much more than they go to Beckham. They're using them similarly, and they're using them both a lot. And I just think Beckham's a gamer. I've watched I mean, I'd be lying if I told you there wasn't some emotional aspect to this pick. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, that's betting. you got to get emotional. And mm-hmm. who doesn't like sitting on your TV, Super Bowl Sunday, and just wanting Odell to go off. I, there's nothing more fun. Hey, there's no better me. way to pay respect to the greatest cack of all time than to take this bet. Odell Beckham Jr., most receiving yards in the Super Bowl. 
Wow. Yeah, that is definitely one to look out for. Um, speaking of receivers, I'm looking at the Cincinnati Bengals side, Eric. Uh, over yeah. 65 and a half receiving yards, over five receptions, under 115 for T. Higgins. Okay. Uh, I've talked about T. Higgins, how big of a game he's going to have to have. I think Sean McVay and the defense, you know, the defense, they're going to be showing. I forget who the coordinator's name is, defensive coordinator for the Rams. But, um, they're going to be showing double coverage for Jamar. They're not going to leave a man on man on man. You know, you might think, oh, double coverage. That's too obvious. You know, uh, Zach Taylor's going to build the ramp. No, it's not that obvious. They're going to double coverage. They're going to show double coverage because we've seen what Jamar Chase has done man on man. He has embarrassed some fools. You see that TD catch he had against the Chiefs where he leaps over the guy and cradles it pretty much. They will not afford. They will not leave Jamar Chase anywhere near the end zone, red zone area, whatever. They won't leave him one-on-one, even if it's Jalen Ramsey. I've seen him get burnt by Mike Evans in the playoffs. Trust me, Jamar Chase will burn him too if he does that same mistake. So I'm going to expect him to get double coverage and Joe uh, Joe Burrow to have to disperse the ball elsewhere. And that's where I think T. Higgins here is going to have a big game in the Super Bowl. So I'm taking 60, over 65 and a half, over five receptions, uh, the, the the money line's not that great. It's you can't really make it's under one fifteen. Um, but I think it's most probable for T Higgins to hit that. So yeah, I have I have a, I have a player bet. It's gonna be very interesting because obviously it's two players you guys just talked about. So it's Odell Beckham or T Higgins. So I want to kind of hear you guys debate about this one. So who will accumulate the most receiving yards? You guys think between T Higgins and Odell Beckham? Odell Beckham's a bit of a favorite, but not by that much. But uh, in my opinion. It's tough to say because I feel like I feel like the Bengals might put a lot of focus on stopping Cooper Cup, and then Odell will be able to shine a bit more. And then on the other side, maybe it might happen the same with Jamar Chase. But I don't know. T Higgins last game had a that hundred yard game plus yeah. game like that showed a lot, right? So hey, I don't know. With T Higgins as the underdog, this this was a close one. Well, listen, he, he, go ahead, Jack. Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> matched up against Eli Apple. That's all you should have to hear. And <laughs> Beckham Jr. That's it. There shouldn't be another rationale. It's Eli. Or it's Eli Apple matched up on Odell Beckham. Who? Like, how are you betting on anyone else? It's insane. Fair. Yep. Fair. Listen, I. That is a great point. Eli Apple has been <laughs> up and down this season. He's had some big moments. I will say he's had some big moments. He's definitely not the same player he was with the Giants. That Eli Apple was a bust. This is a different <laughs> Eli Apple. He's a little bit more humble now. Uh, playing with Cincinnati. You know. Twitter? <laughs> yes. But uh, listen, I'll give my points here. Listen, Jalen Ramsey's great. But I don't really like that Rams secondary after him. That kind of drops off for me. Mm-hmm. And so this is where I see T. Higgins, who, by the way, Jamar Chase, you know, T. Higgins, Tyler Boyd, they, they live in Jamar Chase's shadow. T. Higgins is an elite wide receiver. Still very young wide receiver. Still yeah. one of the elites in the game. So listen, I'm going to throw a stat. 65. Well, that no, sorry. That was a player Rob I'm talking about. Um, T. Higgins has at least 96 yards in his past two games and six in his past nine. So I think, listen... If there's any other bigger moment to do this game, it's Sunday in the Super Bowl. It, it depends how Sean McVay... Listen, he will be man-on-man, T. Higgins. He won't be double-covered because the safety will be watching Jamar Chase. So I like T. Higgins, who's like 6'4", by the way, you know, one, one of those tall wide receivers to have uh, a big game. And listen, if it's more than Odell, it's more than Odell. I just think... Oh, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, the cor- Bengals cornerbacks aren't the greatest. Eli Apple. Listen, I'm going to throw player prop as I speak in here. Player prop. Marshawn Lynch, I don't know if you guys saw. He had his little thing with the NFL with the glass ball. He's doing his predictions, whatever, what he can see in the game. Anyway, I don't know if you saw. I took the Bengals to win 24-21. But he also saw Eli Apple having a pick six interception <laughs> happening. <laughs> he saw in his glass ball, whatever. So let me throw in a little player prop. Eli Apple over under o point or over 0.5 interceptions. Not even a pick six. Just Eli Apple to snag a ball plus 650. Mark it down in the books. Marshawn Lynch gave set a pick six. So I had to include Eli Apple's over 0.5 interceptions here plus 650. Listen, will he get an interception? I'll be taking the under. <laughs> will he get an interception? We don't know. Matthew Stafford has thrown interceptions into double coverage. You just got to pray that Eli Apple is a part in that shebang or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But yes, to the point of Jack, Odell will be probably going against Eli Apple. I'm not sure if, you know, if it's, uh, if it's uh, Eli Apple, if it's uh, uh, Mike Hilton. Um, I'm not sure who exactly is it going to be, but I can see T. Higgins have more yards than Odell for sure. Be- just because of the fact that I think Odell looks like this much scarier threat in the eyes of um, the Rams than T Higgins does in the eyes of, uh, 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 or sorry, in the eyes of the Bengals or, uh, sorry, mess my words up there, but you guys know what I meant. So that's what I mean. Uh, I think T Higgins just, even though he's elite, he's going to fly under the radar. He's going to be man on man and, uh, he's going to get these passes and, you know, you can have a hundred, another hundred yard game or something like that. Or if not, he gets 80 yards and Jamar chase just finishes the game because he'll be on man on man coverage. I just, uh, but if he's hot, T Higgins, hot, you go with the hot receiver, right? So. I don't know. I like T. Higgins uh, having more than Odell. That's for sure. For sure. For sure. Um, but yeah, I keep it going with these. Play- I have so many player props, man. <laughs> I'm just going to run through them quickly. Not quickly, but uh, you guys will. I'm just going to go through mine. Then you guys jump in with yours. I got Joe Mixon. Um, actually, no, I'm not betting on that because, you know, Juju vibes can't go against the Bengals. I got Burrow. Over two and a half rushes, plus 100 right now. He has two game, two games out of his last four. He has at least five carries. Uh, we're speaking of that pass rush, getting Burrow outside the pocket. I think that's going to force Burrow to rush uh, potentially for a first down, but he's definitely going to rush the ball because there'll be coverage downfield. Aaron Donald's going to be in his face. Not saying he gets away from those guys, but there will be times where he can get out of the pocket and rush for more than for three times at least in this game. I believe so. Uh, so that's there's that. This goes with Jack's 275 and a half yards. I believe that was the, the bet, Joe. Yeah. This goes alongside it over 36 and a half attempts. That goes along with that, that goes along with uh, with passing yeah. yards. You know, uh, that's also plus 100. He's hit that. He's eclipsed that four of his last five games. Joe, Mix- he's going to have to throw the ball. Joe Mixon in this run game do not get established. Believe Joe Burrow will have more than 36 and a half attempts. That I can guarantee you. Um, and then Burrow over 24 and a half. Uh, completions that's p- at plus 105 uh he's gone that three of his last five games he's eclipsed that i'm all in on joe burrow right now the guy has immense swagger and this this cool vibe that's going on with him i just think he's gonna pull up in this game so any burrow over that you can see or cash in on i i, I recommend you doing that uh chase over five and a half receptions under 135 he's done that he had he's had at least six receptions in his last four out of la- or four of his last five games, he's had at least six receptions. So uh, Chase, like I said, he might get double coverage. 
But Bengals are a huge second half team. They'll find a way to get this man open, man on man. Trust me. And that's where Joe Burrow will be feeding my guy. And then Eli Apple over 0.5 interceptions. Um, Cam Akers under 16 and a half attempts. You know, Cam Akers, uh, he hasn't really eclipsed that, you know, uh, recently. Uh, Daryl Henderson Jr. coming back to that adds, that's going to take attempts away from Cam Akers. And so 16 and a half, I think that's a lock as well. Uh, that's uh, especially because it's minus 120. So the betters even think, uh, or the house even thinks it's going to happen. And then, um, yeah, I think those are all my player props I had. Uh, you guys can finish off. And if you have still left that haven't been mentioned, you think are juicy, worthy, worth a note of talking about, let me hear them. Eric, Jack. I got a, I got two more here, maybe three, actually. Let's see. So, yeah, like you said, I like Burrow over 275 and a half. I think that bet Bengals win Rams win whatever happens. I think that bet hits because if the Bengals are down, yep. they're going to throw. It's what they do. If the Bengals are up, they're going to throw. It's what they do. <laughs> the Bengals throw the ball. Um, and I think Joe Burrow in this game is not going to just sit down and die. I think he's really going to impress people. Yep. Um, I also like this one a lot. So I was looking, I really like these player to record most receiving yards, player to more record most rushing yards yeah with a bit safer pick for the rushing yards i'm taking joe mixon so i don't i just i don't think joe mixon's gonna have that good of a game which is why i'm staying away from his rushing yards under i think he might be the game's leading rusher with under 67 and a half yards like wow. i really could see the rams like getting a i don't want to bet on acres because of his health concerns i don't want to bet on henderson because of his health concerns you have two running backs that you can't fully trust are going to be 100 on one team and they also like to run jet sweeps and get creative and do all sorts of things. And you have another team that runs a much more simple offense with one bell cow of a running back. Unless, who's their guy? It's not Samaj Perine anymore. It is. It is. It is still him? Okay, uh, yeah. So unless they start getting Samaj Perine involved, which I don't think they will, I just, I think the value's there. It's 2.2 to 1 odds. He has the same odds as Akers, which is crazy to me because Akers is in a committee and he's just, He's in a committee. He's not like there's two guys and one guy. It's math. I'm taking. <laughs> I like that. Um, what else? I think that was. Oh, no, I had one more. This one's crazy. So we were talking about pass rush. We're talking about QBs having to escape the pass rush. We were talking about Burrow. So I got this one. This is a little, nice little special for you guys. Two leg parlay. Nice and simple. <laughs> Joe Burrow over 11 and a half rushing yards. Matthew Stafford over five and a half rushing yards. I think both pass rushes are going to be all over these guys. And more than that pass rushes, they're forced to escape the pocket. They're forced to do this. They're forced to do that. Yada, yada, yada. It's the Super Bowl. Nobody that like everyone in the history of the world, that plays football, the final destination the what you want to do is win the Super Bowl. So, and both these quarterbacks, Burrow and Stafford don't have Super Bowls. Don't have a ton of, well, Burrow has no playoff experience. Stafford, has about as much as Burrow. Yeah. <laughs> they both want it bad. Like they both want the yeah. Super Bowl. And when you have a third and four and you're scanning your options and everyone is covered, you're going to take off and you're going to dive headfirst into Aaron Donald to try to get that first down. Or you're going to, you're going to do stuff because it's the Super Bowl that you're not doing in a regular season game. And a lot of that is putting your body on the line as a quarterback and running the ball. So I have both quarterbacks over for rushing simple. And I think that's all my bets. Oh, Eric, and of course, over. Oh no, sorry, that's the later. No, no, I'm good. Eric, you, you got any? Yeah, left? so yeah, I have, I have two pretty interesting ones. So we didn't, we didn't really talk about this subject, but it's a little random. But the penalties. So 
mm, uh, for penalties. And I actually looked up these numbers. So for the first time in a while, I actually looked up. Some I was numbers. doing research. <laughs> Improving here. So um, the bet is four and a half for uh, four and a half for Cincinnati and four and a half for Rams. I think from what I've seen, Cincinnati, you guys don't really get too many penalties. Nope. So last game against uh, no, last game, you guys got four yeah. and then six against Tennessee mm-hmm. and seven against Las Vegas. So I think in this game, you guys probably go over just because, um, especially against the Rams in, in the Super Bowl, like, I don't know, do the refs tend, you, you think the refs tend to throw their flag more often or a little more lenient? Well, listen, that's, what I, that's what I'm thinking. Well, listen, if there's a, if there's a hold, if there's a grab, if there's a face exactly. mask, that's evidence, sure. Um, if there's a big pass interference call, they're going to have to throw a flag, but they'll let the guys play, right? Um, mm. There won't be these like subtle, like, you know, little shoulder check and, you know, blocking exactly. or illegal blocking from the back or something like that. I mean, so yeah, but Bengals are one of the least penalized teams uh, in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, you did go over the stats that they had uh, in their last few games. What's the bet? Four and a half? Four and a half. Four and a half. Hmm, interesting. 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 I don't know what, like, they could go over. They could get five. I'd say the safe. Yeah. I'd say the safe bet's probably going the over, going with five. Okay. Uh, I, if, Man, if the Bur- if the Cincinnati Cincinnati Bengals are under four and a half, like they have a great chance of winning this game if they're not taking penalties. Exactly. Um, but yeah, that's a tough one. That's definitely a tough one. And then for for Rams last few games, so two they got two against San Fran, four against Tampa, and six against Arizona. So I'm thinking I kind of want to take the under on this one, uh, just because of the stats. And it's kind of weird for me because yeah. when I was looking up the, these numbers, I was expecting more because I know like teams only got because out. You know the Dallas game; they had like a million yeah, penalties. Yeah, yeah. Like, definitely so threw off my it, it threw yeah it threw off my numbers in my head, and then didn't realize that was like one of the most penalized teams yeah. like in in playoffs history that game. So, um, no, definitely interesting. Listen, me. I'll say this: they don't take Bengals don't take many uh, delayed game penalties, like uh, uh, false starts or anything like that. I think the penalties they would take if they get are holding because of that pass rush. Right? They sure. probably will have to cheat a little, and they'll get caught. Because there's three guys there that are dangerous as hell. And so that's where I think you'll see most of their penalties come from. Okay. Um, I have a last bet before. Yes. One. Last one, super random. Just going to throw this into the world in case it hits. And like I can say I actually got it right. Is I think the first touchdown that someone's going to get is Van Jefferson. Just throwing it out there. That, that's my that's my feeling. Man, I'm just throwing it out me, there. In the lock me in for Ben Skaronic. Is Van Jefferson <laughs> even playing? I, I don't know, but Ben Skaronic is. Well, well, Van Jefferson's on this thing, so yes, yes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, Give me Van Jefferson. <laughs> That's if he's playing. I don't know if Van Jefferson's healthy. I put him in my injury list. I forget what it was, but he's in my injuries and doesn't have a question mark. So that's oh. why I think it's not as good. Uh, but okay. uh, we'll see with Van Jefferson. But let's move on now to our Super Bowl MVP. Who's going to have the biggest game of their career Sunday night? Uh, but before we get into that. Let's jump in with some uh, some weird bets. We got two weird bets, obviously, every year. We got a coin flip, and then we got a Gatorade color. Yeah. Uh, so quickly, I mean, you can't make an analysis on that. Heads or tails, and what color is your Gatorade? Uh, Jack, let's go with you. Uh, tails never fails. Simple. Done. Lock. Oh. Um, <laughs> next, uh, Gatorade, Gatorade color. This one you can really analyze. Okay, so <laughs> Rams, was blue. Rams, it, Rams, Rams are, are wearing white. Primary color is blue, though. Bengals are wearing orange. Blue and orange, I think, 
eliminate them both. That's what they want you to think. <laughs> okay. Wrap them. Okay. Yeah. I think I think red, get out of here. You like red is like a dessert. You can't drink red and go out there and perform. Yeah. That's fair. I man, I'm oh, I've been going back and forth between yellow and purple <laughs> yeah. all day. <laughs> it's yellow or purple. Ah man, I think last year was purple. I'm going yellow. I'm going with the l- little bit What's of What's last year purple or last year blue? No, it was blue. It was blue. I just checked. Oh, last blue. year was blue? Yeah. yeah. You know what? Then I'm changing my mind. I'm going <laughs> purple. I think the Bayou Bengals might show some show some love to LSU. Yeah. Oh, uh, let's go, let's go, like let's go purple. Let's I didn't think purple. of the LSU connection. Eric. Oh, okay. So um, I don't have like a cool s- slogan like Jackass with, with the <laughs> tail either. never fails. But uh, I'll, I'll, I'll go with heads just because heads and then for the gatorade color i feel like last year was blue and i don't know maybe people everyone's gonna be like oh i don't want to bet on blue because it, it was what it was last year and it was a huge curveball so maybe actually no i feel like blues the best not gonna be good on blue the best not gonna be good oh, on blue. that's what they want bad, you to bad value bad yeah value. the bad value bad value is is green a thing now is a green gatorade a thing or pink let me throw I'll pink in there. Give, I'll I, personally give you ten dollars if it's green. If if it's pink, like even if it's pink, I haven't seen a pink Gatorade since. Uh, I don't. I know, feel but... like I've seen I've seen a pink Gatorade. So I'll throw pink in there. Okay. A little curveball. Who's um, hammering water? <laughs> yeah. Was, uh, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I'm gonna go tails as well. Um, and then hmm, I'm gonna go. I like Jack's analysis was actually so in depth. That, yeah, like, it's very in depth. Thinking. I've yeah. been thinking about this one. Too. Oh my god! Oh. It also depends on which like, team wins, right? What are, yeah, exactly. Too. What are the odds they just double down and go blue again? You know, that's the thing. Throw everyone off and just no. But that's such a pissy way to like. Be but, like what color? What color you think Cincinnati's gonna go? And what color you think Rams are gonna? Go? But that's it. You don't want to like think like what they think because then you're just gonna get. I'm gonna because go with yellow. Not. I'm gonna go with last yellow. Year the, yeah, yellow. Last year the Bucks won and it was blue. There was yeah. no correlation. It, it, no red. No, you know, it's weird. So I'm gonna go with uh, with blue and or yellow tails. And now let's talk about our Super Bowl MVP. Uh, I have a few guys who I like. It doesn't have to be one guy necessarily. You can say who you think is gonna win, but then you can. I have a few other bets that are you know great value purpose bets, but uh, guys who can very much win the Super Bowl MVP. So Jack, why don't you start off? With your MVP list, who you think is going to win, who you like as well, you know. I yeah, know. I think the Super Bowl MVP is a stupid rigged award, and it's a formality. I think it's the winning quarterback is winning this year for sure. Yeah. It's like the only time that doesn't happen is when the quarterback already has one, and there's a game where they don't show up. Right, like you look at the one where Edelman won, uh, Pat's against Von Miller. Von Miller. Von Miller won in a game. Didn't they win like forty-eight to yeah, three? Quarterback that game? was a no-show. It was all defense. Right, that was the game Peyton, Peyton Manning got yeah. carried. Yeah. Yes, so unless the quarterback does nothing and a defense fully carries, or the quarterback has like four already, like the Brady examples, it's always the winning team's quarterback. And both of these quarterbacks, the script is that they did it, right? When the Rams win, the script is the Rams went out, they got Matthew Stafford, they gave up a bunch for him, but it was worth it. And he won them the Super Bowl. Your Super Bowl MVP, Matthew Stafford. And if the Bengals win, it is the Bengals went out, they took Joe Burrow, rookie sensation, lit up the league, came on storm. Uh, no one expected this in the playoffs. Cinderella story, uh, yep. the greatest upset yep. since the 2007 and 11 New York Giants, Joe Burrow. So I just think it's one of the two QBs, but I'm going to take Burrow. Nice, nice. Uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I'll go next because mine's as well Joe Burrow. 
Like if if you honestly believe the Bengals are winning this game, then you should believe Joe Burrow, Paul Harley in mm-hmm. your heart's going to be the MVP. And that's just an easy bet. It goes along with the bet you made for the Bengals winning. So I feel like it goes one and one. Jack's right about the quarterback thing. But um, actually, Eric, let me hear your guy so I don't say it. Okay, so I, I'm looking at both sides a bit because I'm still undecided on who I think is going to win the game. Mm-hmm. So obviously, I want to go with both QBs. Um, but what's interesting, too, is I kind of thought about this. I don't think Cooper Cup would be able to win it even if Rams win it, just on the fact that if he gets a bunch of yards, it means Matthew Stafford's having a good game. And yep. same thing with Jamar Chase on the other side. So unless it's a very defensive game and like somehow Aaron Donald wins or something. Like, yeah. But uh, I'm, I'll am say Matthew Stafford or Drew Burrow. So, Matt, so Matthew Stafford, Joe Burrow for you. Uh, interesting bets for anyone who thinks it's going to be a defensive-minded game and the defense is going to win them this game. Aaron Donald's at a plus 1,000 right now to win Super Bowl MVP. And Von Miller is at a plus 3,500 to win Super Bowl MVP, which he's already done, but it'd be really, really hard for him to replicate that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that game he had against Carolina and uh, Cam Newton, that was a huge game. Um, Cups out of plus 600. Uh, but like you said, Eric, that's going to go with Matthew Stafford. Most likely they're going to be looking at that. So yeah, Jack hit the nail on the, uh, the gun, I think, uh, with the with the storylines about go-getting uh, Matthew Stafford. You, you trade away your whole future for him and Jalen Ramsey. And if he, you know, if Rams win, he will be the MVP. Same thing with Burrow. Your young stud quarterback will win. So yeah, most likely those two are where your money should line. And depending on who you think is going to win this game, that's where you should make your bet. It's that simple as that. But if you like defense yeah. and you like defense alignment, if you, you love that and you eat it all up, Aaron Donald Von Miller are great bets to look at to, yeah. to maximize some profit. But uh, if uh, anyone has some final words on the Super Bowl matchup, uh, I think it's uh, that's been it for this episode of the Shibin Zang Show. We want to thank Jack for thank joining you all, Jack. us. Yep, uh, he'll, he'll for sure be on next time uh, if we're talking football or big game or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you for watching uh, or listening on Spotify or watching here on YouTube with us on Shibin Zang. It's been episode 58. Um, oh man, name, Eric, man. we didn't get a chance to uh, talk about UFC uh, 271. No. Quickly, Eric, Adesanya or Robert Whitaker? Okay, this one's really good. Give me out of San. No, give me Whitaker. Change it up. Give me Whitaker and give me Derek Lewis. Oh, Derek Lewis and Whitaker. I'm sticking with the champ out of Sanya. Uh, Jack out of Sanya, Whitaker. Give me out of Sanya and Tui. Oh, I want to see a Chewy. I want to see a Chewy. All right, okay. that's been it for the Shimizang show. We'll see you guys in the next episode. <gasps> Roll the outro. <laughs>